finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. I have to admit something right off the bat here, Corona. I was worried. I was a little worried. I still am a little worried about one David Chappelle. Um, uh, we've talked a lot about his special on Netflix, Closer. I've explained many times. It's good. It's really, really good, but it's not <clears throat> laugh out loud funny. Some people have done their little reviews online on Twitter and, and Instagram and have mentioned that they didn't think it was that funny. <clears throat> I don't think Dave Chappelle's specials are ever, quote, that funny. They're not laugh-out-loud funny. They're provocative. They're designed to get a charge out of you. He does, what he does is go to those dangerous, those unsafe places, which so few people do now in comedy, in, in you name it, in talk radio and in, in cable TV. Everybody is playing scared, and the beauty the appeal of Dave Chappelle is he does not play scared. <clears throat> However, he is going up a going up against a real formidable force. That is the transgender lobby. These are people with outsized power, right? Disproportionate power. It's probably one less than one tenth of one percent, or less than that. I mean, I don't even know the number, but it's one out of you know a thousand people are transgender, and they have all the rights that we all enjoy. They have their, this is the best time in human history to be a transgender individual in the best place in this country. Nobody is denying them employment. No one's denying them, you know, mortgages or whatever. They're not getting bashed and beaten in the streets. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a, they're free. They're, they're free and they're, they're, uh, free to live them, uh, live their lives and be themselves. It's not enough. They want special protections as we all know. You know, they, they want a world where you're allowed to make fun. If you're a comedian, make fun of everybody. Make fun of white, black, uh, men, women, uh, you know, what Asian, Hispanic, you know, Irish, whatever. You're allowed to make fun of everybody except them. They want to be special. As we've gone over, the, uh, the activists, uh, Hannah, Hannah, whatever her name is, Hannah Gribsby, yep. what's uh, Gatsby, right? Gatsby, like Henry Gatsby. Gatsby. Yep. You know, speaks for <laughs> that was a great, a great shot by Chappelle. It was. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But Chappelle had me a little nervous because the the headline, the takeaway from the stories following the closer and and the controversy, ensuing controversy was Dave Chappelle is willing to meet with transgender activists. Trust me, as someone who's been there. That's not what they want. They don't want a healthy conversation. That doesn't work. They want to take the hammer and bash you over the head with it. They want to, they want to have Chappelle's scalp, Chappelle's pelt on the wall up there. That's what they want. They've got lots of them, but they really enjoy their power and they really enjoy wielding the hammer in these situations. And they want, they wanted Chappelle to drop to his knees and beg for forgiveness, and by the way, promise to never do it again, to never make jokes about the transgender community. And by the way, have you talked to anybody who saw the special after all the controversy? Invariably, and I have, and, and there's people online who, who have just seen it like in the last couple of days, invariably they say, that's it? <laughs> yeah, there's that's not, it? it's not that inflammatory. It is absolutely not. The reason it is so controversial is because he went after mildly, but he went after, he poked fun at a protected class. You're not allowed to do that. I mean, you can even make jokes uh, about gay people. It's, you know, they're not, it's not the third rail, but it is if those gay people dress as the opposite sex, that's off limits. And if you go there, be prepared to pay a price. 
the beauty of the of the uh, special, the closer, is that he knew it. He knew he had experience, you know, with this special interest group, with this cancel mob, this this woke mob. He knew it, and he did it anyway. And they came for him. They had their protest outside the next Netflix headquarters. They demanded it be taken down. They will demand he never do another special for Netflix. And they'll get that, by the way. They will get that. He's done with his contract. I have a feeling he'll go his separate way and he'll do his thing and he'll be more popular than ever. Anyway, there were hints that he was going to bend the knee. And believe me, I understand that. They're coming for him. There's a documentary, a special about him during the pandemic trying to do shows. Tell me if I have this right, Carano. You you pay attention to this stuff. He was going to do shows in a neighbor's cornfield. That's what he was doing. His neighbor let him use the use oh, his cornfield. Did shows, shows in yeah, the cornfield. Did, How yep. many people showed up? I don't know. I saw some like some footage here and there. I, I couldn't tell how many people were there. Were, were the, was the corn like fully grown? Was there? Was it like field <laughs> I think of it was, dreams? I think it, yeah, I think of, it was field of dreams. Did he come out of the cornfield? <laughs> yes, yes. So I assume that was for neighbors, friends, townsfolk that showed up during the pandemic. He did shows in the cornfield. And there's a documentary about it. Sounds pretty interesting to me. Uh, it sounds pretty funny. And uh, you know him, Chappelle, like all these comedians, uh, uh, like the the guys he's on tour with. You would enjoy just any kind of off the cuff banter, behind the scenes stuff would be pretty good. But that documentary is not being shown or picked up by anybody because they're all afraid of him because he says right. gender is a fact. That's what he said. Gender is a fact. And at the same time, during the special, he reached out with the with you know with the olive branch, um, talked about his friend Daphne, talked about I'm, I'm no problem with transgender people, but he isn't going to make an exception and say this is the one group because you know they're so so intimidating. The one group I'm not going to include in my in my in my bit, my set, my 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 show. Anyway. Uh, there were hints again that he was going to bend the knee. He made it clear, at least for now, in his show the other night in Nashville, that he's not going to do that. And I can't tell you how happy, how pleased I was to hear that. This sounds like an awesome show, by the way. It's uh, Jeff Ross. I think he comes out, starts things. There's a, a couple other comedians. There's a, um, Joe Rogan. Yeah. And the, the obviously the headliner is Dave Chappelle. It's like four hours long. Hopefully it, they do this. You know, they're on a little bit of a tour. I'd love to see them come to New England. They probably won't. Did I see like 10 city tour? Is that what I saw? I yeah, think I you think talked it's about down it. there like more. New York, down but them. yeah, there's some, but it's not, not really. No Boston. I thought, I think I saw New York though. Oh, is it? Yeah, that'll be big. I mean, they, they banged out that arena in, in Nashville with 18,000 people because his opening line was, you know, uh, I'm looking at 18,000 people. I guess I'm not canceled. Right. He, he, uh, He's never going to get canceled. He's too big a star. He's too popular. They can't do to him what they've done to so many people. Like we go through the list all the time. The Grant Napier, by the way, the, the the play-by-play guy for the Sacramento Kings, who got fired for saying "All Lives Matter." He's suing. He's suing good the. Uh, and and good luck to him. We'll keep track of that. But we've gone through all the people: Mike Milbury, Chris Harrison, all the people who get canceled for nothing. They would love this scalp. He's a big, big star. I don't think they're going to get it, Carano. I listened to him, and he sounds pretty pretty confident that he's not backing down. He's going to do his thing. Netflix will probably drop him. Other, you know, HBO will not pick him up. He'll find a way to do his thing, make his money. Not that he needs more money. He just made $24 million, yes. we believe, from Netflix. But he knows he's too big to cancel. So does Rogan, by the way. They know it. They feel uh, free to say what they want. They feel empowered because their audience buys a ticket or or tunes into Netflix, hoping they go to those dangerous places, hoping they offend certain people. So they're they're kind of uh, free to do their thing, and it's quite clear that. Even the transgender lobby, which again is like is like the old mob, you know, the, the mafia mob. They will they'll come after you 
and they won't rest until they rub you out. Well, I think Dave framed it the right way, and that is this is largely a media construct. This isn't me against any community, transgender or otherwise. I have a lot of transgender folk who come to, to my shows. Like the vast majority of people are just warm, kind people. This is a media construct. And you know what backs that up? Is uh, so that just Waldy guy who he was the one at the the Netflix pro protest who was saying you know jokes are funny. He was um, I heard him he was on with with Blind Mike uh, last week and he said that there were only like twenty activists there who were protesting. That the media there were way more media people there than the actual that's, protesters. It's a media construct. That's such a good point. That's generally the case. I mean, again, there aren't that many transgender people, let alone transgender activists. But they do wield the power. I mean, if you were in, if you're in Boston or New England, there's a simple formula. It's transgender activists. You know, two or three of them plus Boston Globe. Yes. They know the 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 media, the the, the corporate media. They know that they aren't really media. They're activists just like them. And there's no cause that's too far left or too radical for the Boston Globe or New York Times or Washington Post. Uh, th these are these places are populated by extremists just real radicals so if you're a transgender activist you and someone pisses you off on the radio on tv in comedy your first call is to the boston globe and they're all in they'll still actually send three or four staff members and say let's do this let's ruin this guy let's cancel him if Chappelle weren't Chappelle, if he were I don't know, somebody here, you know, if you were my friend Lenny Clark, a great, great comedian, but not Chappelle, they wouldn't rest until they ruined him, till they got him, you know, till they destroyed his life, canceled his shows, whatever, if he had any kind of, you know, uh, whatever CD out there, whatever these they recording, they would, wouldn't rest until everybody canceled them. That's how they work. They are, these are dark, diabolical people. That's what is so fascinating about the Chappelle thing. This, at some level, is good versus evil. I mean, this is, you know, Chappelle's just a comedian. He might offend you, but that's what the comedians are supposed to do. That's what they've done since the beginning of time. Everybody knows that most people are fair game, and there's just this one small segment of the population that declared themselves off-limits, declared themselves protected. They can't be mocked, and if you do... They hold a protest, and as you say, it's, you know, whatever, four or five uh, uh, activists and, you know, two dozen media people. And what happens? They, they, they go to the the usual suspects, like, uh, what's his name? What's Eugene Levy's son who does the... Uh, yeah, what's it? Uh, uh, Shits, Shits Creek or Shits Creek, whatever. Yeah, yeah that, that, that creep. Uh, Levy, he created the show, wrote it. He's big star. Immediately, big star on... Uh, is Schitt's Creek Netflix? I don't, I don't, it I don't was, watch yeah. it. Uh, it is, it is, yeah. So it's a big Netflix show. Immediately comes out, sides against Netflix with the uh, activists and says, oh, you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't make jokes about them. Make jokes about everyone else. He's a gay Jewish guy. So you can make fun of gay people and Jewish people, which Chappelle did, but you can't make fun of the guy in the, in the ladies with the women's clothes over there. You can't do that. For some reason, we've reached that point where they're the only protected class. Anyway, that's my long-winded introduction to Chappelle's appearance in Nashville the other night, where he flat out said, you know, he'll meet with anybody, but he ain't, he's going to do it on his terms, at his time, and he's not apologizing and not bending the knee to anyone. This was so good to hear. Let's listen to a Chappelle the other night in Nashville. Say, so, hey, do you want the third cut? This is the one that he talks about conditions, or do you want that first cut that I played for you before? I want them both. So you want them both? Do, the, do the conditions. I want to hear this. This is the key. He says he'll do it. By the way, I interpret this to mean he won't do it. Probably you know? not. No. <laughs> this is his way of saying he's not doing it because I've been here. They don't, you don't negotiate with terrorists. And these are, these are canceled culture terrorists. That's a nail on the head. You cannot say you're sorry. You cannot negotiate with them because they'll, they'll just step on your neck at that point. There's nothing you can do. You have to push back. And I, and I, I know we've, we've covered this ground, but as the, you know, when the transgender activist uh, slash Boston Globe came after us, it didn't matter what we said. We, we agreed or our bosses agreed to all their conditions. I mean, all of them. We met with them. We did PSAs. We did a podcast. We promised this. The, 
we, we ended up talking, you know, meeting with Murchison. In you know, ten minutes after the meeting, he resumed harassing all the advertisers. He and his in his uh, cohorts at the Boston Globe immediately commenced harassing all the advertisers. They lie. That's what they do. They say, "Oh, sure, we'll meet. We'll make you bend the knee. We'll make you beg for forgiveness, and then we will resume destroying your life." That's yes. what they do. Yes. Somehow, Chappelle knows this and and has the power to tell them to screw which I believe he's doing. And for that, I tip my cap to Dave Chappelle again. Not the funniest comedian, but God, he brings great pleasure to me as I listen and watch this because so few people are fighting back. I mean, some people are fighting back, but so few people have the power to fight back, you know, have that kind of power where they can say, go screw to whatever that, that what was that big... Uh, Eureka, the big Eureka, I think non-binary right. yes. activist yes. who works at Netflix and, you know, the big Fred Flintstone non-binary looking guy, girl, whatever she is. I don't even know the purple hair. Non-binary. So I don't know if we can define so it. What's the I don't know. I, I think it's they or there. I think. They, they, they're there. Well, you know what? I don't go along with that. You want to call yourself she or he? You don't you get gotta to choose. Change. You're making them choose one. You don't get to choose a, uh, a pronoun that applies to multiple people that's not singular you know it's like the royal they, we though isn't it? it's like i'm the I'm, you, you I'm can't the read like read a story or read even a tweet where they use they it's very get confusing without being confused i know i know you don't have a right to confuse me put it that way you want to change your name call yourself eureka call yourself she or he but you don't get to say they because they is plural okay it's you get you have to stick with singular or plural. Is I don't that, I don't that, think you get to make the rules, but I, that, I support is that you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But Eureka was there with her he, their friends, and they had one goal, and that's to get Netflix to cancel Dave Chappelle. And there was a real sense that they were going to win this, don't you think? That they were going to get. Once, once Sarandos started to walk back, it seemed like yeah, there was a definitely did. a case for that. Yeah, and and so did Chappelle, which is why I was worried. Back to my point, I was worried that he would walk it back, not necessarily apologize, but say, you know, you're right. I'm so, yeah, I guess apologize. Sorry, I won't do it again. Oh, I can't. No, it, I can't. You, you, he yeah. he kind of hinted at that, like you know, yeah. But forget that. Forget that. He took the stage in Nashville, which is the place to do this in Nashville, where they still. You know, that's still like America. You know, you still have free speech in Nashville. And he made it clear that he isn't apologizing to anybody. Let's listen to a couple of cuts from Chappelle in Nashville. To the transgender community, I am more than willing to give you an audience. She will not summon me. I am not bending to anybody's demands. And if you want to meet with me, I'd be more than willing to, but I have some conditions. <laughs> First of all, you cannot come if you have not watched my special from beginning to end. You must come to a place of my choosing and a time of my choosing. And thirdly, you must admit that Hannah Gatsby is not funny. <laughs> she sucks. Have you I, ever seen her stand up? It's so bad. She's so she bad. Sucks. I did, I did so my bad. research last oh. night. She sucks. Oh, He's so right. Bad. I, I, you, but you know what? They don't. He, here's what he's doing here. He's making it clear that I ain't negotiating with terrorists. If you want to, to meet with me, here are my conditions, and they'll never meet those conditions, so there will be no meeting. I would if I were a transgender activist and I got an opportunity to, to talk to Dave Chappelle about this. If, I really, if it really were something that's super important to my heart, I would absolutely take him up on that. But it's not. It, uh, you know, getting exactly. him... what Your goal is to get him canceled, yes. not to be a friend. I know. You know. They don't want to be his friend. They they don't care about Daphne, his former uh, his friend who killed herself, a transgender comedian. They don't care about her. They care about them, their power, wielding the power and flexing their muscles and showing the world they could get the biggest star out there. 
to bend the knee. They get all kinds of people to bend them. Everyone, the media, bend. you're not allowed to, uh, to, to do anything that's not on their terms. I mean, they, they, they want to meet with Chappelle, but they want to bully him. They want to tell him how it's going to be. They don't want to listen. They have no desire to listen. I love those conditions. They'll never be met. That's what we needed from Dave Chappelle. I was worried the last couple of weeks, I'll be honest, that he was going to roll over, that he was going to, that he was going to cower and apologize. I don't think that's going to happen. I think I, I would love to see one of these shows, but I really look forward to his next show because I think he's going to give him the double middle finger again. So good yeah, well, for Dave Chappelle. He, sorry, and he also had this great perspective too that I'm getting canceled on Twitter, but Twitter's not a real place. Yeah, like, right, that, right. That, that's a great that's perspective true. of it. It's, it's actually it's and, really true. Uh, what's real is people paying ticket, paying money to go see him in, in concert. That's real. Yes, and those people are 100%... Uh, on his side and hoping he doesn't apologize. They're not looking, again, to make the friends with the transgender activists. They know the transgender activists are bullies. That's what they do. They bully people into silence. They intimidate people into uh, doing whatever they demand. Do we have do we, do we have time to listen to uh, Hannah Gatsby? Because I think that would be... The, the, the brilliance of this is she sucks. She's not funny. But do you think anybody in the transgender community, you think the non-binary Fred Flintstone or any of his friends would admit, would admit, agree to this condition that she's not funny? I don't, I think, <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people probably feel that way. Um, but that doesn't matter. They, 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 she's one of them. So I don't think they're, it's like, you know, it's like turning on one of their own. Although she's not transgender, even though she dresses like, a, is she? I don't even know. I don't know. I, th I I'm not sure. I, I I watched was like a, a part of a special once and it, it was horrible. So I, I turned it off. And think about it. If she ever like went on this tour with Chappelle, she'd go to another level. Even if she wasn't funny, people would laugh. <laughs> but uh, I didn't see, uh, I read, there's a long review of the show uh, on Barstool, one of the Barstool guys. And oh. it's extensive where they review everyone, Jeff uh, Ross and Rogan and, they go through all the jokes and it sounds like this whole tour. I don't know if this tour has a nickname, has a name, but the whole tour is uh, in response to these attempts to, to cancel two of the biggest guys in the business, Rogan and, and, uh, and Chappelle, they they want to cancel them. And if not cancel them, intimidate them. And so they bring out Jeff Ross, who's like the biggest, I don't know what you'd call him. The, the, <laughs> the biggest dick in comedy who attacks everybody who's famous for roasts and roasting people. That's a pretty good opening act. If your, if your goal here is to just fight back and, you know, counter punch. And again, I haven't seen this special, just the excerpts from uh, Chappelle, but I love this answer. I'd love this response. You want to stop us? You double down. It's like the old take on uh, tearing down statues. You tear down Thomas Jefferson. The goal now is to put up 10 more Thomas Jefferson's. That's what you do in response to these, these punks, these, these cancel culture punks. So it looks like he's got 10, uh, 10 tour dates that are live from now through November 22nd. I wonder if he'll add more, wow. more, I wonder if he'll add more shows. Cause these are probably going to be really su successful. New York Madison square garden is the, is the closest to us. When's that? What's the date on that? November 22nd. Oh, good, 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 good. You know what? I'll say it again. It's not like, I don't even know what you call Chappelle. He's more like a, a polemicist. He's, he's not necessarily a comedian where it's all laughs. You watch him and listen to him to hear him say something provocative, knowing that he's upsetting all the right people. That's what I love about him. It's not, he's not up there. He's not Seinfeld and nothing against Seinfeld, but he's not up there just making jokes. His goal is not just to get laughs. He wants to get laughs. But if you want to get laughs, everything you say is a joke and everything you say is designed to be funny, not to be, not to make people go, whoa, he really went there. That's what you want from a guy like him. And Rogan does the same thing to a lesser extent. As I said before, his last Netflix special was surprisingly good. And I think Rogan and Chappelle have one thing in common. They feel totally above the fray when it comes to the, the blowback, the, the, the cancel mob they don't get they feel very comfortable giving them the middle finger and saying even if they do succeed in getting someone to you know cancel something like 
like Chappelle's documentary. Sure. They're, um, they're, they're not going to ruin them. Those guys have enough money and enough fans. Here's, here's the New York Post story this morning on this documentary, which I found amazing. He said that uh, the, the, um, he can't find somebody to, to, uh, to get, what is he? He said when the, uh, when the comedy was, I'm sorry, when, the, when this controversy came out about the closer, they began disinviting That's right. us from these film festivals. And now today, not a film company, not a movie studio, not a film festival. Nobody will touch this film. He says, thank God for Ted Sarandis and Netflix. He's the only one that didn't cancel me. That's, he said this, I believe in Nashville. Oh no, I'm sorry. He said it on Instagram. On Instagram, he said, nobody will touch this film. Is that true? That's unbelievable. That's what he said to me. Yeah. That's incredible. It's incredible. The power, this very tiny minority of trans activists slash media activists, the power they wield. I was to thinking too, I was thinking too that Joe Rogan is one of the only examples I can think of of someone who has actually apologized on camera. Oh, hey, I probably shouldn't have said this or whatever, but hasn't been canceled. Usually when you get to that far, you get your neck stepped on, but he's he's somehow been able to negotiate that. He's too big. Too and big. you know what? They never stop coming after him. No, every, they don't. They don't. Every two weeks, these Spotify, you know, picture these 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 snowflakes, these little pajama boys at, Sp at Spotify, Spotify, walking out or sending a, a letter to the CEO demanding that they reprimand or fire uh, Joe Rogan. It's incredible. It's the biggest incredible. podcaster on the planet should not be able to speak. That's ridiculous. All right. And they, you know, he'll say something like, you know, whatever, transgender is, or whatever, gender is a fact. That's all Chappelle said. Or there are only two genders. It's another biological fact. For that, they want to destroy a man, and they've tried. And again, if Rogan weren't so big, if he were just a guy, a jag, he'd be done. He'd be done. They, they would succeed in destroying him because they are, they're good at this. They're bullies. They're, 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 they're relentless and they will never stop coming after Chappelle, which is the beauty of it all. Cause I don't think he'll ever stop doing what he does. Did but, you invite Murchison on the radio or in any public venue to like, to, to talk it out? Yeah. Hell yeah. Did, we right? invited him on That's the podcast. Thing. We invited him on the air. Yeah. We met with him, which was ridiculous. We, Kirk and I talk about this all the time. We look back, we met with him for an hour. Then I talked to him on the phone for 45 minutes about everything. And he would act like all reasonable, but he was very uh, calculating. He sure. wouldn't say. Yeah. And then the second you hung up or the second he walked out, he doubled down. See, that's, the, that's the thing when they don't do the public. So he would, he would get, do more for the cause to have a public discussion about it. than you oh, they don't care. That, that's they what don't I'm care saying. Like, that. That's why oh, you know that their me. reasoning is it's bullshit. They don't care about the cause. Like, they just want exactly. to hurt people. It, it, they don't care about the cause. They're all about revenge. Yeah. They're all about wielding their power, flexing their muscles. Trust me. These people in LA outside Netflix are no different from Nurk Murchison. They don't care about transgender rights. They care about flexing their muscles and getting you to bend the knee, which he did to the company, to our CEO, and others in men, he got these cowards to bend the knee over and over and over again. It was never enough. I mean, he literally shook hands with our bosses, made a deal. They got rid of us and he would stop. And he stopped. I'm sure he doesn't care anymore about EEI. It's kind of like everyone else doesn't no, care about them. No one listens to that thing anyway. But he just turned his focus on, you know, whatever with Kirk, it's Barstool, with me, it's chasing us. I mean, he will never stop because he loves it. I mean, he just loves destroying people's lives he doesn't care about trans the last thing he cares about is transgender rights because literally you know we offered him this you know a bunch of things a venue including psas yeah. and meetings and podcasts and you know we'd meet with people would discuss and would raise awareness that's all irrelevant it's all about destroying people these are dark-hearted diabolical individuals uh and that's why this is this is a good thing. This is a good thing for free speech. It's a good thing for America. These are un-American people who are against free speech, against the First Amendment, against uh, the free exchange of ideas. They don't believe in that at all. They want to shut you up unless you say exactly what they demand. So good to hear.
uh, Rogan and other, I'm uh, Rogan, uh, Rogan and Chappelle fighting back. Hopefully we'll see more of that. Hopefully somebody shows this, uh, picks up this documentary because it sounds pretty good to me, but we will keep track of that. But we got a lot to get to. We got to get to the latest mandates, the latest people getting fired, including a friend of ours, a nurse in New Hampshire who has a really compelling story to tell. And I'm doubling down. I told you, Enos Cantor, I love him. The Celtic, my favorite NBA player, my favorite athlete today. Absolutely. And I'm not kidding. He, This guy is doubling down. He is is breaking all the rules. He's pissing off the commissioner. He's attacking LeBron James. And the and, and, he's, and he's going after the Chinese again. If you're in China right now, bad news. You're never going to see a Celtics game on TV ever again. They're going to cancel the Celtics which makes me love the Celtics almost as much as I did when I was a kid. I love Enos Cantor. Larry Bird's still my favorite all the time. Yeah, he Enos has to be. Yes. Yeah. He's moving up. All yeah, right. you want to see my – I'm in my office right now. There's a Bird yeah. picture there. Was that with Mikhail and, uh, and Parrish? Yeah, I'm in that, by the way. I'm in that picture. Are you that's, really? I can't see it. Yeah, that's me right under Mikhail's ass. <laughs> you can see me. But there's Bird, and I, I, need a, I need an Enos Cantor poster, a picture, a jersey or something. We will tell you about the big, big balls on one Enos Cantor, and uh, we'll get into that uh, that uh, mandate story. Big March in New York City, which, again, I love that, too. But let me tell you about DCU. Whether you're looking to buy your first home, your dream home, or looking to refinance the home you love, DCU may have the mo- mortgage program to fit your needs and, more importantly, your budget. Their mortgage experts will walk you through the application process and help remove the hurdles that can make it so difficult and confusing. They'll bring you right up to the front steps of home ownership. Learn more about rates and programs or to apply today at dcu.org slash mortgage. DCU is an equal housing lender, NMLS number 466914, insured by NCUA membership required. All right, let's do uh, let's do this mandate story first, and then we'll get to Enos Cantor because we've mentioned this many times, but it's coming. The storm is coming, and I'm not sure everybody quite appreciates it, I think you have to do one thing before you try to understand what's going on here. The Biden regime and the powers behind the empty shell of a man in the White House, they want chaos. You know, they want to dismantle the system because let's be honest, their goal is to fundamentally transform this country. That's not, you know, tweaking. That's not, they don't want to just, get things back on track after the, the, the pandemic. And, you know, hopefully, you know, everything starts going great again in this country. They want to break it down and build it up again, the way they want it done. Part of it is the, is the multi-trillion dollar boondoggle that Pelosi's pushing through the house as we speak to change everything, to add 80,000 IRS agents, you know, to, to chase, uh, to, to, to completely, uh, to, implement the Green New Deal and many, many other radical socialist uh, programs. Uh, So they don't mind that they're going to start firing people by the tens of thousands any day now. Hell, it's already started. There was a march in New York City yesterday, a huge march march, uh, over, I don't know what bridge it was, uh, over this big bridge into the city. It was an interesting mix of black and white and Trumpkins and libertarians and, you know, you name it, uh, black, black people who don't want to get the vaccine and they're demanding they drop these vaccine mandates. They're not dropping them. I mean, you think de Blasio, de Blasio loves mandates. He loves, uh, you know, firing people. Um, there was a protest outside the Barclays Center that almost went inside the Barclays Center over Kyrie Irving. They were chanting, let him play. That, if you look closely at that protest, check it out. It includes BLM, BLM people, prominent BLM people, and prominent Trumpkins. You can literally see the red hats. You know, you can see white, black, liberal, conservative. This is an Whoa. interesting. Sorry, mix. I'm seeing an aerial of this. There are thousands of people there. Thousands. The Brooklyn Nets one or the uh, the is, one yesterday, this Sunday or Monday, because there was two big ones. I think the one you're talking about is yesterday. Maybe that's the one I'm looking at. Yeah, it's that's a huge. A lot of these people are about to be fired, and I can't imagine how frustrating it is when you consider that they worked 
I mean, consider this situation. And again, it frustrates me from a distance and any you know decent person watching this has to, your heart has to break for these people. So during the pandemic, during COVID, peak COVID through 2020, the people who had to work were firemen, cops, nurses, EMTs. They had to work. They weren't like teachers. They didn't get a one-year vacation. They didn't have this powerful union and the, you know, the Biden regime and other politicians doing their bidding and arranging it, you know, making up lies about, oh, we don't want to catch the disease from these children. They just wanted a nice long vacation. <clears throat> Those people, they had a, had a, you know, literally a year off. Not the cops, not the firemen, not the EMTs. They not only had to work, but they had to put themselves in harm's way. <clears throat> the number of New York City cops who got COVID is like in the thousands. And EMTs, God knows they were in the front row. Nurses, they were in the, they were on the front lines. Those people, lots of them got COVID, got better, have the natural immunity, have the antibodies, so don't need the vaccine. They're getting fired. This is the most unjust, inhumane thing. And it's all being driven by the least compassionate, least empathetic president I've ever seen, Joe Biden, who just doesn't have a, a, a care in the world. Just like, screw them, fire them all. He said it at the town Paul with Anderson Cooper. He said, yeah, fire them all. Who cares? And the crowd cheered. Those people are getting fired. They're losing their benefits, their health insurance. They don't get unemployment. They're losing everything, even though they fought through the pandemic, worked through the pandemic, got sick, got better. They're out. People who sat on their ass for a year, whether they you know, just worked from home, you know, government bureaucrats who, quote, worked from home or teachers who had a year off, they don't get fired. They didn't get they, they didn't get COVID, so they got vaccinated. They don't have the natural immunity because they didn't go out of their houses, so they got vaccinated. Makes all the sense in the world. They don't lose a thing. The people who risked everything lose everything. It's the most unfair, unjust, inhumane thing. Um, Friday, this is Tuesday. Friday in New York City, one hundred and sixty thousand city workers. One hundred and sixty thousand will be forced off the job. They're not fired. They're put on unpaid leave. And you know what that is? It's just, you get, get used to it because if you don't get vaccinated, you're fired. These are people who have already decided they don't want to get back or don't need to get vaccinated. Don't want, don't need vaccinate, a vaccination for good reason. They have natural immunity. It may, they, there's no reason for them to get vaccinated. Doesn't matter. They're fired. That's remarkable. And they have to sit home and turn on the news and watch tens of thousands of illegal aliens pouring over the border. Hell, there's a new caravan coming. It's got like 20,000, I don't know, it's huge, huge caravan coming from all over the world. No vaccinations, no COVID tests, no masks, nothing. Biden opened the border, letting them pour in. They'll be there to take the jobs of Americans who are fired. It's just insane what's going on in this country right now. Illegal aliens pouring, pouring over the border, probably you know, like 20% of them have COVID. Doesn't matter. People who've had COVID and recovered are fired. Um, if I'm a cop in New York City or Boston and I'm getting fired, I look at the bright side. Ron DeSantis is hiring. He's, he's offering a $5,000 bonus to people who come to Florida and take a job on the police force. That's a pretty good It pays good for deal. your moving expenses easily. I mean, you might as it's, well do it. It's uh, late October. Uh, the snow's coming. Winter's coming. Guess what? You can go, go get a job in Sarasota and you get a five thousand dollar bonus. I would look at that as. Uh, I would as trade one. my. I would trade New York for Florida any day. That's one door closing, another door opening, yeah. and you get to live in free America. But um, let me do this email because I. I you said. Do you want me to? me to, this. Do you want me to set it up? Uh, yeah. So we had a we had a message. Um, there was a, a nurse who through Facebook, sent us a message last week. And it's a pretty heartbreaking story. This is not the only person, by the way, who's been sending me messages who are facing very similar situations. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I told her I'd send it over to Jerry. They're fans of the I show. Send, uh, give, out, give out, where do you want people to send their stories? Because I'm fascinated by these people. Uh, Twitter's that, the place where I find, just add Matthew Crano on Twitter. Just send me stuff, DM me stuff there. You can also, <laughs> you can do it in Facebook too. I'm just not as in there as often. This is remarkable because... 
it's just so just so upside down and backwards and that we're firing these people who we were cheering for a year ago literally they walked down the street and their their scrubs we cheered for them we saw them in the store we cheered for them we thanked them and now we're firing them democrats are cheering and applauding this this purge and there's nothing we can do about it i mean you you don't need the vaccine. You have natural immunity that's stronger than the vaccine. You're going, why do I need that? The only reason to get vaccinated is so Joe Biden or, you know, whatever, de Blasio or, or, or you know, Kim Janney in Boston won't fire you. So you inject a, a substance in your body you don't need. It's just, it's madness. But this is from our friend, the nurse in New Hampshire. She writes, dear sir, last night I sat in the I see you at Tufts Medical Center with my 18-year-old brother-in-law as he received treatment for blood clots in both lungs and recovered from a procedure to remove a blood clot from his leg. According to his medical team, his current condition is being recorded as complication from the COVID vaccine. Today, the hospital where I work informed me that I must get that vaccine or lose my job. I'm a bachelor-educated registered nurse with six years of nursing experience, a mother of two young boys, a cancer survivor, and I've recovered from COVID. I depend on my job to provide health insurance for my family. According to today's announcement, I have until November 19th, it's less than a month, to receive my first shot. Failure to comply will result in, quote, voluntary resignation. That, word, that phrase doesn't make sense. Voluntary resignation? <laughs> ending both my career and my family's health insurance immediately. On November 29th, I will undergo my second biopsy to make sure my cancer has not returned. I now face the choice of getting the vaccine, which I feel poses more risk than, than benefit to me, or losing my career and my health insurance. Without health insurance, I cannot afford semi-annual biopsies. As a nurse, when I enter a patient's room to give them their medication, it is part of my responsibility to educate the patient about the medication I'm giving them, including what it does and why it was prescribed. The patient then decides whether or not they want that medication. I cannot force them to take it. If I do, it's considered assault. I make the medication available, educate my patients, but most importantly, I respect their right to refuse. In the past, we as a society, have not valued the right of refusal and have instead forced people to undergo medical procedures without consent, quote, for the good of society. We medical professionals look back on those day, those eras with horror. But today, the hospitals in southern New Hampshire remove the right to refuse for the good of the community, stating that all staff must be vaccinated or lose their livelihood. Somehow, Continuously short-staffed hospitals believe that patients will be safer with fewer nurses to care for them than for a double-masked, unvaccinated, experienced nurse with natural antibodies to be at their bedside. Hospital leadership stood together to mandate this vaccine when they should be standing together to fight for the medical freedom of their employees. The federal government is coercing hospitals to take away the right of refusal and rather than submitting, hospitals should be standing firm on the medical ethic of consent with a right to refuse. And I ask, I'll ask again, I'll ask it every day. 81 <laughs> million people, friends of mine, family members, you voted for Biden. Is this what you wanted? Is this what you voted for? You wanted hardworking nurses with cancer to be fired? Because Joe Biden wants that. He does not have a a sliver of sympathy or empathy, fire them all if they don't submit. That's his his take on this. That's de Blasio's and Janney's, and I'm sure every politician, Liz Warren and Ed Markey and the whole bunch of these worthless authoritarians, that's their take. Fire the nurse with cancer if she will not submit for her for good reason. Yeah, and so I, I so, so I just to like to follow up here. I I I called uh, Governor Sununu's office and left them a message. I also tweeted at them. They never responded to me asking for comment. Hey, do you do you support? So one of the problems is that the these hospitals are taking federal money and or they're they're serving federal customers. I guess you could say. 
And right. so the, they're following that federal mandate. But if, but if I'm Sununu, I'm like, this is, this is a great place to push back against federal overreach. Use the 10th Amendment for your advantage. But anyway, I hope you no don't question. mind. I'm just going to give it. I would recommend people call and, and ask the governor themselves at 603-271-7676 and ask Governor Sununu why, why he's letting this happen. And I would uh, suggest our friend, the nurse, uh, excuse me, get online and Florida hospitals, I don't know, Google, Florida hospital system, they got jobs. They'll hire you and uh, they'll understand. DeSantis is not only brilliant, but he's compassionate. He feels for people like you. Obviously, Biden does not give a damn about you. You are disposable to him. He doesn't care that you are on the front lines dealing with COVID for the last year and a half. Uh, he doesn't care. And so... <sighs> That's what people voted for. That they voted for these authoritarian measures. It's very disappointed, disappointing. But hey, you know, Florida's uh, really, really nice this time of year. So, good luck to our friend. That she didn't give us her name, though. Huh? Well, she no, she wanted to be good. anonymous. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't blame her for that. But that's a pretty compelling story. Again, Biden does not care, and we'll see what happens. Again, Friday, uh, 160,000 people in New York, and it's going to happen in all blue states, in all blue cities. People are going to be thrown out with the trash after a year and a half of selflessly sacrificing for the public, for people uh, with COVID. They're, this is their uh, reward. Uh, you know, no good deed goes unpunished with these with these tyrants. And uh, it's going to get uglier. Uh, as I've been saying, Carano, it's going to get uglier. These it, people who are marching in the streets, they're going to be they're going to have lots of free time soon because they're going to get fired and they're going to have nothing else to do but march and protest. So get used to it. And it's sick that they like they they, they should fire them so they can collect unemployment. It's sick that they're I mean, I don't like I the well, sta welfare state either. But this is a situation where you, you can't force someone. You can't force someone to resign. I don't. I don't understand the 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 I know, ethical forced resignation. That that is. It's just so obscene. It is so immoral. Think about that. People sat in their asses for a year and a half, two years, going on two years, just literally sat home, collected checks, had no desire to you know go work, go outside in the scary world, watch Netflix, called you know DoorDash, did nothing. Those are the people that the Biden regime has rewarded with endless unemployment checks and just welfare checks and free money don't work you know obviously there's 10 million jobs but they don't care they would prefer they like the dependent class the people who selflessly went out there and worked sacrifices risked themselves got covid got better those people are being thrown out with the trash you i, I hope you're happy biden voters i hope you're happy because this is what you have wrought uh all right i'm gonna do a shay and then we're gonna get to my hero Venus Cantor. Who says there's no heroes left? Who says there's I didn't no say that. guys in the NBA worth worth uh, adoring and idolizing and admiring? Enos Cantor, I believe he's number 13. You want to get a jersey for Christmas, kids, parents? You want to get someone a jersey? Get them an Enos Cantor Celtics jersey. This man is a hero. We will tell, we give it the latest from Enos after I tell you about Shea Concrete. You're building a home or remodeling and replacing an old staircase. Shea Concrete has great values with designs for any home. There are many options available, including concrete, or you can create customized options using stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town. Your neighbors, they'll all be jealous. They'll look out and say, those guys have great steps. I wonder where they got them. I'll tell you where they probably got them, shade, concrete. They'll remove the old steps, have you walking up your new front steps within hours. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment, people. It's not like you're, I mean, you're improving your home, making it more valuable, worth more. So someday when you sell, you get all that back. With one phone call, Shay can deliver a turnkey installation experience, and in a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at shakeconcrete.com, and you know what else you can do there? You can look for a job. This is for you people who want a good job, who want to work for a living. That's what Shea is all about. Great American company. Shea is always hiring. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions available. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. Simple. Pass a drug test. Go to work for Shea. You will not regret it. Learn more at shakeconcrete.com. All right, I'm going to say in Enos Cantor, I'm going to tie this all together. Enos Cantor did what 
Dave Chappelle did. He didn't back down. He didn't didn't uh, get intimidated. He didn't roll over. He didn't apologize. We know he spoke out against the Chinese Communist Party and their treatment of the Tibetans. He spoke out for a free Tibet, which is pretty ballsy, last week. And I'm thinking, that's not going to last. He's not a great player. He's just a player. He's a jag in, in many ways. We know his story. He comes from Turkey. He's been persecuted. His family was persecuted in Turkey. He was run out of his homeland. He can't ever go back. He'll They'll arrest him. His, uh, his nationality is now listed as none. <laughs> Hopefully he becomes a, an American because, God, we could use heroes like this. Well, if you thought they were going to get to him, you know, the commissioner, Adam Silver, or the Celtics owner, Wick Grosbeck, another good good liberal, uh, or, or, or LeBron, or someone who's going to get to him and shame him and get him to back down and temper his message, you were wrong. He... He doubled down, and man, did he come did he come up big, both barrels blazing. He he didn't just talk about Tibet this time. He talked about the Uyghur Muslims. The Uyghur Muslims are are uh, enslaved. We all know that. There's a million of them in China. They have concentration camps, forced sterilization. This is uh, there is a genocide going on with this com- uh, this country that many of the elites. Are, are cozy with, including professional sports, especially the NBA. We remember when LeBron lashed out at Daryl Morey, the GM then of Houston, now of Philly. All he did was say, I stand with Hong Kong. That's it. Well, this in this case, Enos Kent has taken it a hundred times further. He has his sneakers, his shoes that he's playing in, where he wrote on them, um, torture, rape, genocide, free the Uyghurs. On his sneakers. He's got a few different uh, different types of pairs too. They're pretty sweet looking. He's got the stop genocide torture rape. That that one. He also has a, a brick one that looks that says free China on it. Really cool. Really cool shoes. Think of this. Those sneakers. You know, if you're LeBron, they they have the Nike swoosh. Those sneakers. If you're LeBron, are made by Uyghur Muslims. Yes. They're made by these enslaved people who are tortured by the communist Chinese. That LeBron loves Jerry. This uh, this this the the shoes that I was I was just saying has a picture of two tanks like Tiananmen Square with someone standing in front of it on his shoes. This, this right here, what I'm showing you right here, these are Enos Cantor's balls. These are big, <laughs> got, I mean, massive. I love this guy. I, even if he didn't play for the Celtics, I wouldn't care. He has caused the communist Chinese to take down all Celtics games. You can't watch the Celtics if you're one of the 1.5 billion Chinese. If you're, you know, billions of Chinese love the, the NBA and basketball. Well, they ain't going to see any Celtics games. Thanks to Enos Cantor. I think of all the cowards in professional sports. You start with LeBron. Actually, you start with Colin Kaepernick, that gutless puke who doesn't have the balls to stand in front of a camera and speak his piece. He lets other people carry his water. He takes money. Hell, his, his biggest income stream is Nike. So, Colin Kaepernick, that total fraud, speaks out against the great injustices in this country. You know, where the cops are hunting black people. They're at war. You know, cops are pigs, and they, he celebrates people who murder cops. That coward, that that scumbag, Colin Kaepernick, is adored by the media. We'll see how they treat Enos Cantor as this thing plays out. What balls does it take to be Colin Kaepernick? He doesn't even have the balls to play football, let alone to speak out and put his you know, face on camera and make his you know, declare where he stands on anything. Enos Cantor isn't even American. He's from Turkey. He stands in front of the camera and goes at the biggest super, you know, the, 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 the biggest, I'm going to say superpower, I guess it is, uh, this force, this diabolical force, communist China, that has everybody on their knees. LeBron, Adam Silver, Colin Kaepernick, you name it, uh, you know, the, 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 and the entire NBA corporate America on their knees, um, uh, the, 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 the big media, big tech. I mean, big tech, Facebook, they, they do whatever the uh, Twitter, whatever the communist party, some Chinese communist party demands, these big tech moguls bow down, but not Enos Cantor. He literally calls out LeBron by name. Got it. This guy has huge balls right now, wherever he is in Boston at his apartment, he's getting a phone call. It's, uh, it's uh, some union guy. It's LeBron. It's 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 Wick Grousebeck. It's his agent. It's Adam Silver. It's some emissary for Adam Silver. 
They're saying, you got to tone this stuff down. Every day we hear assholes like Greg Popovich, Steve Kerr, sit there and, and attack this country, you know, and all the, you know, all the injustices and all the, the, the racism and everything in this country, and they don't have the ball. That's how you know they're frauds. They don't have the balls to call out the country that has actual concentration camps, actual slave labor. That's what cowards they are. Colin Kaepernick, you are a worthless coward. Greg Popovich, you are a worthless coward. Look to this man. You want to see an example? You want to see a guy with guts, with balls, with spine, with integrity? Look at Enos Cantor. Let's listen to Enos. Literally refer to the Uyghur Muslims, refer to LeBron James. He hits all the third rails. He does not hold anything back. He's beautiful, and I hope whenever he takes the floor in any game, in this, any country, in this, any arena in this country, I hope he gets a standing ovation. So there's uh, this is three minutes long, just if you want me to jump ahead. Uh, the LeBron stuff's toward the end, but I'll start at the beginning. You tell me what you want to do as we're listening, okay? Okay, thanks. Okay. Dear Nike, your company says that you are making a positive impact in our communities. And that is true. Yes, you are. Here in the United States, Nike stands with the Black Lives Matter. Nike stands with Stop Asian Hate. Nike stands with the Latino community. And Nike stands with the LGBTQ community. And Nike remains vocal about injustice here in America. But when it comes to China, Nike remains silent. You do not address police brutality in China. You do not speak about discrimination against the LGBTQ community. You do not say a word about the oppression of minorities in China. You are scared to speak up. Who makes your shoes in China? Do you even know? There are so many forced labor factories in China. For instance, Uyghur forced labor in modern day slavery, and it is happening right now in China. Millions of Uyghurs are currently detained, sold, and assigned to work at forced labor camps, prisons, and factories across the country. They are, un they are under constant surveillance with long working hours and poor living conditions. They are subject to political re-education. They have no freedom of expression, no freedom of religion, and they are not even able to leave. Did you know that almost the entire apparel and footwear industry is tainted by Uyghur, Uyghur forced labor? Many well you know what? Uh, it's not his, English isn't his first language. This isn't, he's not an American. And he's got more balls than all these guys could buy. Nike, he's calling out Nike. He's calling out Phil Knight. That includes LeBron and, and Colin Kaepernick and everybody wearing Nikes. He's calling them all out. You know why this is so great? Is because this is not really complicated. It's not one of those international issues. This is not complicated at all. <laughs> it's simple. And everything he says, LeBron knows. LeBron, Popovich, Kerr, they all know that the stuff they're wearing, the stuff they're selling to kids in this country is made by slaves, slave labor. They all know it. It's supposed to be a dirty little secret, though. I'm going to do my Joe Biden. You're not supposed to talk about it. <laughs> but he is. This, this guy, this rabble rouser, this skunk at the picnic is shaking things up, is reminding everybody that LeBron is a little toady. A little, a little manservant to the uh, to the communist Chinese party. He's a you know worth whatever he's worth five hundred million dollars. Not enough. He's still a sellout to the Chinese communist yeah, I party. I think LeBron's just got to be stupid and uneducated, right? Like I think if anybody sat LeBron I mean, down stupid, and was like, "Hey, he knows this. Hey, he let, knows here, this. Here's the aerial photography of the concentration camps where the Uyghurs are being kept. Here's the. You, there's plenty of footage out there that you can tell. Him. I, I have to assume that if anybody looks at that. They can't justify what they're doing. Don't you think? No question, which is why it's beautiful. It's simple. We all understand it. We just aren't supposed to talk about it because it no. makes LeBron and Adam Silver, it makes Popovich and makes Phil Knight, makes them uncomfortable. So you're not supposed to, don't, let's just, don't ask how the sausage was made. Don't ask how those sneakers were made. Just wear those new kicks. They're only $180. Aren't they cool? Oh, this is at, on every level. I he hate the hypocrisy of Popovich because because he's probably smarter than LeBron. But for him to to call, I don't mind him calling out injustice if he sees it at home. That's fine. Do that, but don't be a hypocrite 
call it abroad as well. I mean, there's there's a lot of damage being done. But think of this, Carano. If your moral outrage is dependent on who's paying the check or how much it costs you, yeah. then you are shallow, then you are phony. I mean, you really don't. You really don't have this moral uh, indignation if it depends who's paying you. It's true. I mean, in a way, he's calling out everybody who's taking money from Nike and knows that these slaves are making Nike stuff. They know it and they ignore it. They look the other way and then they sit there and talk about, you know, BLM and, and you know, the racist cops are in this country or, or racial justice and social racial. That's all garbage it's all crap don't believe a word you hear from popovich or kerr or van gundy or lebron because they know you know slaves we don't have slaves in this country anyway i haven't had them for a long time they still have them over there and these guys don't care let's listen a little more of enos Cantor before we wrap this up on global brands are implicated and yes that includes the one of the nba's biggest sponsors nike nike claims that they do not allow any forced labor in their supply chains Yet, they don't have the receipt to prove it. They have not publicly committed to cutting ties with the Chinese government's labor transfer scheme. They have not provided clear timelines or updates about their efforts to end this. They have not publicly committed to the steps outlined by the coalition to end Uyghur forced labor. Don't forget, every time you put those shoes on your feet, or you put that t-shirt on your back, there are so many tears and so much oppression and so much blood behind it all. Nike likes to say, just do it. Well, what are you doing about the slave labor that makes your shoes? Ooh. That slave labor that makes you rich. To the owner of Nike, Phil Knight, I have a message for you. How about I book a plane tickets for us? Let's fly, let's fly to China together. We can try to visit these slave labor camps and we can <laughs> see it with your own eyes. You Our go, Enos. That is, my... here's, here's what everyone needs to understand, is most of your social justice warriors these days, whether they're in the media or in the NBA or they're just activists, you know, professional martyrs like Colin Kaepernick, most of them don't ever speak truth to power. Most of them don't ever No, they're the mouthpiece of the power. They don't challenge the establishment, the, the state. Just the opposite. They are the voice for the state. They defend the state. The whole thing's been turned upside down where you can pretend you're some kind of you know, rebel and you agree with uh, the entire political establishment, the House, the Senate, the president, the entire big media, the entire big tech, you know, everything of Hollywood. They're all on the same side. None of them speaks truth to power. None of them challenges real power like phil knight like adam silver like lebron james they don't ever go at them challenge them this guy enos Cantor's doing exactly that and hell he's offering to go to china with phil knight to see the slave labor camps this guy has balls and this guy has brains and he is just a, an american hero not every not all these athletes are heroes this guy's a hero uh, we have any more from Enos Cantor? Can we get Just the to last LeBron? couple seconds? Is the LeBron stuff here? Oh, it is. Good, let's hear it. Jordan, you guys are welcome to come. Right, hold to. on, Nike must be eyes. LeBron James and Michael Jordan, you guys are welcome to come too. <laughs> Nike must be a participant in this. Stop with hypocrisy, stop the modern day slavery now. There it is. That that's so good. That's so good. And 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 unfortunately for all those Chinese uh, NBA fans, they don't get to see Enos Cantor play, and they don't get to see Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown play either, because the Celtics will be banned. That's what it takes. That's how you know he's effective. That's how you know he's pissing off all the right people. They're banning all Celtics coverage in China. That's well, I'm not sure. Takes. I'm not sure we're going to be able to see Enos Cantor play here pretty soon either. I think the pressure. I think there's a, a strong chance that he gets uh, he gets sat. Well, I'm telling you, his, I, I don't have faith that it, the ownership of the team will back him. Before, so far, Wick Grosbeck, the owner, has said, we support all our players' right to speak out to free speech. But does he agree? Does he agree that, <laughs> that uh, we shouldn't be, uh, uh, paying, shouldn't be having shoes made by slaves in China? Does he agree with that? Does the uh, owner of the Celtics want to agree with him and call out the Chinese Communist Party? We'll see. 
God knows LeBron's not going to do it. Popovich is not going to do it. They're frauds. They're phonies. They're liars. They're toadies. This man is is calling them out and exposing them all, which is why he's so great. God, I maybe I'll get a Enos Cantor jersey. I think you I think, should. Uh, I mean, um, there'll be some of them, some of them at Celtics games. I think. I hope. I'm going to tune in. I'm going to, they're going to lose, you know, a billion Chinese, but they're going to gain me. I think it's a a worthwhile trade. Yes. As a viewer, (laughs) maybe I'll even go to a game and cheer on Enos, but that is a real American hero people right there. Enos Cantor. Uh, But uh, we will uh, leave it there for today. We will uh, keep track of the uh, mandate situation. We'll keep track of the people getting fired. Speaking of heroes, those people who are, Heroes a year, a year and a half ago are all going to be losing their jobs in the coming weeks because the Biden regime wants to purge the system of these of these apostates, of these heretics who will not take the jab. They're all going to be out on the street soon. And uh, it's going to be lots of openings if you're a, if you're a, a vaccinated, uh, you know, out of work cop or nurse, lots of openings in New England. But you know how bad morale is going to be, too? Terrible. If you work somewhere and they fire, you know, 25% of your your police force or of the, the nurses in the hospital, I mean, it's just, everyone's going to be like, they, they know, especially medical professionals know they don't need the vaccine. They know they have the, uh, the antibodies. They know it's unnecessary. They know it's just a show of force from the government. So people are generally sympathetic with these, uh, you know, they're, they're with the folks who are who are marching in the streets and are emailing us and are, uh, are just beside themselves, distraught because they're losing it all. And it's just so unfair, but we will uh, keep track of that. That will do it for today. Anything else, Carano? Nope. We can talk about the Biden stuff tomorrow if you want, but uh, yeah. We will do that. All right. Thanks to everybody for watching, for listening, for commenting. Thank you to to, to Carano. Good yep. job today. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will talk to you again tomorrow.